This is a Co-op TV podcast. You are listening to the Advisors Network podcasts, where your fellow advisors share tips, stories, and lessons learned. As we continue to transform to advice-based services like life, commercial, and wealth, you may have questions or concerns about what it takes to be successful. In this series on Wealth Tips, we talk to some top advisors who are focusing on building a wealth book of business long before there was a wealth strategy. It's all about holistic planning. Every conversation that I have with a client includes wealth because I feel that that's my duty as an advisor. It really isn't rocket science. I'm Brad Scott, and today I'm chatting with Sandy Alfonsi in Hamilton, Ontario. We're sitting in her Financial Wellness Centre, a beautiful two-story office complex which houses her agency, as well as office space and boardrooms that can be rented by small businesses for meetings and events. Sandy has been a successful advisor for 26 years. Her team of four associates and a receptionist help Sandy run the day-to-day operations while she focuses on wealth. Sandy, you've been involved with wealth uh, longer than most advisors. Why is that? Uh, what got you? What got you started in wealth? Uh, when I think back on the twenty years as an SR four, I have always struggled with the auto business. We have not been competitive in that product. I was very unprofitable for years, and so. As an advisor, um, commissions are tied to loss ratio. And so in some ways, that was a driver for me to get my CFP and to build my wealth book. So um, Cooperators is moving in that direction now for other reasons. I had to move in that direction because I simply was not profitable or competitive. We've had to focus on wealth because of the lack of opportunity in auto. That's been our reality in Hamilton. So it was out of necessity, but it seems to have worked out pretty well. Wealth was the answer for me. It worked because I liked it. It could have been commercial. I chose wealth and it it has proven to work for me from a revenue standpoint and from reaching targets that the company has asked me to reach. Why do you like the wealth business? Because I feel like I'm helping people achieve financial wellness and I get excited uh, when I hear people talk about what their goals are and it makes me feel good that I'm able to help them and guide them towards the right solutions. So, you know, I always try to make people feel comfortable. you know, I, I tell them whether you have $50 or $500,000, it doesn't matter to me. You're going to get the same level of service and advice. And I never want someone to feel that they're not worthy enough to speak to me. So that the sooner they start, the better off they will be. So all they need is $50 a month. And we can go from there. What percentage of your business is wealth now? And, and how important is that to your agency? It's a significant part of my agency. I have a lot of accounts. I've been working on this probably actively, aggressively since the early to mid 2000s. So I'm over 300 accounts. That is where I dedicate my time. That's 
the piece of the business that I work on. I have associates working on other areas. I have over 6% of my clients that have wealth business with me. In terms of time, uh, I dedicate a lot of time to wealth. Uh, so I would say at least 30 to 40%. So what percentage of your clients would you realistically like to have uh, wealth products with? Uh, well, do, you, do you have a goal um, or, or, or something you're working towards in terms of, of how big that business would be? Uh, well, every year I'm looking to grow but I don't really put a number on it. It is something that is part of our, our agency goals. So all associates um, are required to you know, speak to it and produce wealth accounts. So I would say growth is, is good, but I, I wanna make sure that we grow in the right way. What do you mean by that, Sandy? Growing the right way to me means doing the right thing for your client. You want to make sure that when you invest a client's money that you're working towards their goals. So when somebody comes in with a statement, that's meaningless to me. I don't just transfer the money. I need to understand the bigger picture. I need to understand, well, what's this investment for? Is it short-term, is it long-term? Is it for a house? Is it for a car? It starts with the conversation and it's just asking simple questions and getting into the client's mind and understanding what it is they want. And once they have that conversation, they're going to be very comfortable with the next step. I guess it's a needs analysis. It's just really understanding the client. What were some of the tough lessons you learned when you, when you were starting out? With respect to wealth specifically? Oh boy. Um, that's a tough question. Well, I would say initially people might have been asking me uh, about our rates of return and I might have fallen into that trap uh, early on. But um, once once you realize that, you know, that's not the way you should be managing people's money. Um, so you know, that would be one thing that I could, you know, maybe refer to as a challenge or, yeah, but I, I, other than that, I don't know. You've stumped me. Can you tell me more about that trap? Oh, uh, investing people's money based on rates of return. Mm -hmm. uh, well, uh, because you really don't know. Um, and it, if the markets do take a downturn, um, that's going to be a difficult conversation to have. And so I always steer away um, from people who want to talk about rates of return. So, you know, um, a, an example might be somebody saying, well, what, what return can you give me? And I stop it right there. So um, I always say, I'm not the advisor for you if that's what you're looking for. Um, you know, when I work with you, I want to make sure that I take care of your goals and, um, you know, we work towards your financial wellness uh, and risk tolerance and uh, always keep in mind horizon, the time horizon when it comes to investing. Um, but rates of return is not something that I can promise. Uh, but, you know, I always say cooperators um, has five star 
funds just like any other company. We've been in business for a very long time. Uh, if I had a crystal ball, I wouldn't be here. Nobody does. So, um, you know, our performance is just as good as any other companies. Is that a tough conversation to have with some clients? No, not really, because that's how I feel. And I'm okay if that person or individual uh, doesn't want to deal with me, because I would rather that they go somewhere else than to be disappointed by my services. So any success stories come to mind? Uh, you know, clients that when you're, you look back, and you go, wow, that, that worked out so well uh, for them. Well, I would say, you know, uh, when I think about my retired clients that I, whose pension I manage, uh, and I've invested it according to the risk tolerance, they're all very happy with how things are coming along. So, you know, I think that's a success story in itself is uh, just seeing your clients uh, feeling good about how their money's invested. But, you know, it's not, it's not always pretty. Our, our role um, is to talk about the volatility of the market, right? So um, when I'm investing a client's money, you know, I make it very clear, this is not a guaranteed investment. There's going to be bumps along the way. And I think preparing them, and that's what really helps them put their mind at ease because when that time comes, they're not raising their arms and, you know, calling you every minute to say what's going on, right? If we fourth quarter 2018 wasn't too long ago, not too many people received positive statements at the end of the year, but they, they were okay because they understood that they would be able to ride out that wave. So yeah. I would say I have lots of very happy pensioners. Is it a bit of a mindset, do you think, for advisors? A hundred percent, yep. So as soon as you accept it, then it then it starts to become real. You know, we're at a point of no return, so you might as well embrace it and make the most of it. I would say not to overthink it, um, to see it as an opportunity, not a challenge. Figure out the process and everything else will fall into place. Uh, the other thing I think that is imperative in this transition is to live, eat, and breathe it. So you walk through the door, you need to see it, your associates need to understand it, your clients need to know it, that's the key. Just don't dabble, just get in with both feet. For advisors out there who who haven't uh, really embraced uh, wealth as part of their offering, what would you say to them in terms of how to really get started and, and how important it could be to them in the long run? So I remember um, being very intimidated in the beginning. Uh, it's very overwhelming to think that somebody is entrusting you with their wealth, right? Um, but I had confidence in the cooperators and uh, the resources and the management team backing it. 
so that if I had any questions or I needed help with guiding my client that I could reach out to them. So I think we're a lot further ahead as an organization than we were years ago. Um, there's so many tools out there that really uh, help you with providing that advice to your client. So, you know, I would say um, use the resources available to you. Uh, we have Exonify, we have Wealth Wednesdays, we have a wealth team that is there to support you. Um, education was for me uh, a significant part in me gaining confidence but um, even even reaching out to fellow advisors and asking for help um, so you know I think they should just just go in just get into it and and the rest will just come together so does it make you smile that uh, wealth has now become uh, an important part of our strategy when in fact you've been doing it kind of since day one? I think it's a great thing that we have the financial piece to tie in with our insurance products. It's our competitive advantage. We are truly a one-stop shop. And uh, if you're doing the proper job for your client, uh, then that's exactly it. It's making sure that you're protecting their assets, but you're also helping them build their assets. And it comes together. It really does. It's not magic. Sandy, it's been great to hear your perspective on wealth being our competitive advantage. Uh, thank you very much for your inspiring advice. For more tips and tricks from your fellow advisors, please subscribe to the Advisor Network Podcast.